To be, be fair. fair. To be fair. It was probably my singing that broke it. So. And none of that's making it in anyways. If I ever actually. No, you actually really need to put that in. That that was fucking exquisite. Was it Paul? Was it exquisite? It was ex- it was it was delightful. I mean, that's how that's how you end the hundredth episode. Sure. And by the two hundredth ep- episode, Dave will sing the same song. Yep, probably not. I don't know if I can do another hundred episodes with these you fuckers. I really don't. See, that was supposed to be internal at first. I was just going to say, that's why I said these fuckers. <laughs> that was supposed to be internal. That came out external. Especially fucking pumpkin over there. Ah! You look like a fucking huge albino leopard. Albino leopard. Yeah, because they still have spots, but they're not really dark. Well, his spots are just the food that he had that day. You know, dinner. It's not like I was dressing to impress tonight. Clearly. What the fuck do I want to get dressed up for you assholes for? I'd just like you to be on fucking time. Ah! Chris was sitting there, and he was all kinds of sprawled out. When I oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he was he was looking at, I don't know, some fucking, I don't know, some Chinese porn shit or something. I don't know. Because uh, Dustin called, and. I started talking to him, and then he just started looking at porn, you know, when he's, it's what he, you know, it's nothing else to the, do. The, the same thing happens doing. with Dave, except he looks at menus of restaurants. It's weird. Same, but he has the same expression. Reaction. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. reaction, same sounds. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I do dirty, dirty things to you. Are you watching porn? No, looking at a meatball parm. Did you just bake <laughs> your macaroni and cheese? Yes, I do. Ah! Do you think they take a hint when I don't answer? Yeah. No. I'll, the next time I'll yeah. take a hint. I'll, I'll hit the road and... What? I was eating. Well, I'm on I, the road I, already. I, I, I can show you the text. It said, no earlier than 6. I walked out my door at 6.01. Oh, now it's 6.01. I got to the truck it at start, 6.02. It start, you got the truck at 6.05. Well, it's a long walk up that hill. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was going to be the longest part of it. Honestly, because he responded, I just finished eating. Josh, you have to still, see the hill. It was still a good 10 minutes till he got up. I'm like, well, that motherfucker made camp. He's coming for summer tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, till I take a piss, put my shoes on. And then make sure the I walk up the hill. And, and then after. And then the walk up. Get the about hill. halfway. <laughs> hands on knees. <laughs> well, look, if he if he rushes. He'll be moving too fast, and time will dilate again, and it will take even longer. So, gotta let him go his own pace. Listen, he could be a he could be a Flash family member. If he, he trips and falls, he'd be he'd be the perfect defense for the turtle. He's still walking the same speed. What the fuck? Ah! I like the sitting back thing though. That should reduce the, the Darth Vader. The Vader I can I can handle. It's the random moan I get in there that is not a pleasant sound when you're wearing fucking headphones. That is it. Dude, you've been ah. in... <laughs> That does happen. I figure that's the demon talking out the backside. I don't know. If we ever get a sponsor that asks us not to swear anymore, that's the noise I want to censor every one of our swear words. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that I, mother. Ah. I, I can. Uh, I'll isolate that instead of the static sound after our cold open. It'll just be Dave. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is Billy fucking Tucci. Boom. Ah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Billy fucking Tucci, and you are listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Boom. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. All right. Uh, we are here on our 101st no, 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 no. episode no. of Comic Book Rehab. This is Comic Book Rehab. All new, all different. Episode one. Are we renumbering? Volume two. Volume two. Volume. Oh, we're, we're doing number one. Episode one now. So this is like having a new number one. We can charge extra. So it's for a, it. oh, it's a, it's not a new fifty-two one where you can we're get your hands on a no, first action yeah, again. Yeah, we're not. It's all we're the not, same characters with all the same boring qualities, but just new number one. Yeah. New number one. Leggy one hundred and one. All right. So I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is episode one hundred and one. Oh. <laughs> it is episode one hundred and one. <laughs> this is episode one hundred and one. I don't know when they're gonna listen to this because I still haven't even yeah, we have, started I, I, episode. It's ninety nine up yet. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it's been up. All right, so I'm here with stuck on stupid, sitting on silly, and waiting for dumb. We're gonna talk about some comic books this week. <laughs> He's been waiting for that. He he practiced that earlier today. I'm, I'm you su- have no idea how I practiced that. That is fucking gold. I'm surprised he didn't fumble over something or Look, forget what he was doing. He read all his books through. this week on time, so I mean, he's got—he's probably got a whole bag of goodies. Well, it's not like he's worked more than two days since the Corona outbreak. I made that same joke earlier, and he was out in the shop. I'll yet. have you know, I've worked four days since the Corona outbreak. Full days. Full four days. Did, did you actually... working, sweating, everything? Yes. Oh, I feel so fucking bad for it's you. It's a whole four days. Please, you're I not gonna fart again. You got that got fart face on you. My Stop it! Essential ass. That's what I think about you. Fucking <laughs> work schedule. Oh man, that's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Oh, Josh is putting his mask on. See, you're glad you have that mask now, aren't you? Uh huh. I never complained about the mask. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> I had it the whole time. In fact, even I'm waiting for it to like whiffed up and underneath. No, it already it. is. He fucking moved, and oh, wait, it's, it's wait. coming. No, there's there's some silent ones coming. I can see it. All right. And those are the bad ones. So uh, we have a lot of books. Uh, a lot of good books. This w- last yeah. week of June uh, for our books, because I don't know when the fucking Dude, dates are like anymore. Raw sewage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> raw sewage. <laughs> oh, he's even going. <laughs> he looks like Beaker over there with his face. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have Dr. Josh over there. Sure. Sure. Um, but uh, we have Marvel books this week. 
we don't have books. We don't have shit for books next week. But this week, no, it's, it's an we have a lot of. It's an independent episode next week. Next week will be an independent episode. That's all. It's coming out, including a Walking Dead book, which is good. Because we have less time to read them. Yeah, we're doing it a day early. I think everybody cares because as soon as I did that post on that Walking that Negan lives. This one texted me like 30 seconds later. Listen, listen. And I'm we less, had, we had listen, lots, listen, lots listen. of people asking about that listen, book. Listen, listen, listen. And putting it on if you're their pull box. His taste in something, as an example, just saying, including thing. him, many other people, we got, we got many, 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 many inquiries. That, that'd be like saying, because Joe also likes the Ang Lee Hulk movie, <laughs> it's a good movie. I don't even think Joe likes that movie. Wow. Your taste is so bad it's worse than Joe's. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Incredible Hulk movie's not good. So. It's still better than fucking Ang Lee's piece of but shit. But what is good is the Immortal Hulk number 34. We have did, a, you, did you give a date yet? No. I said the last week of June. Well, I need an exact date. What yet. do you want? 23rd, 24th, 22nd, 21, whatever. You're not even close, man. Why? It was the 24th. For what? For Wednesday or, you know, because Marvel's going to be putting out books yeah, that say that, well, that's true. Wednesday okay. is new comic yeah, day. <laughs> They're actually yeah. having variants for that. And then uh, DC's the, but of course I didn't have any DC books up on the, on Tuesday. There was fucking too many. I didn't get done. Hell, I was here till 10 o'clock. You were off of work. No, I wasn't. That was one of the four days. That was one of the four days. Yeah. Okay. So. Immortal Hulk 34. We, uh... I have one huge complaint about this. Uh, no Joe Bennett Well, that, that's big too, but... This, this is an annual. I'm sorry, this has annual written all over it. Um... Yeah, kind of. I, I'm a... I mean, it was a very good annual. This would have been one of my favorite annuals come out in a while, but... But, uh, it's a leader, it's... The leader we get story, the, the life and times of the leader. Yeah, which so in, in a way, Jimmy's right. That that's something that's usually in an annual. But yeah, yeah, I, I also it's, argue it's, it's definitely an establishing issue. Right, I argue this. Well, it also nothing really happens. It nothing. Yeah, nothing happens new. But we we kind of fill in a lot of pieces of, we of the yeah that of the leader coming also, back. I said, but we get the history of the leader and all the different incarnations yeah, of the right. leader, so, like I said, which now with the green door and him coming back each makes time sense. makes a lot of sense. That's why we had all these different versions of him, you know, cabbage head uh, leader and everything else. Yeah, so. like I said, I I really enjoyed this. I thought this was a great read. The art did leave something to be desired, but yeah, I mean. I just Who read... did the art on this one? Guys, guys. Yeah, it's Bruce. Bruce guys. Yeah. Um, but no, I I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I actually had to go back after reading this, and I'm like, no, this is 34. Because yeah. when I finished that, I really thought that was an annual. I'm like, that was a hell of an. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Butch yeah. guys. Oh, I, I said, Bruce. said Bruce. Yeah, yeah. It is Butch guys. Yeah, sorry. Um, but, but yeah, like I said I argued with Jimmy. If this is if they're going to put him at the forefront as the bad guy for the last half of this run or 16 issues of this run, it does kind of make sense because they haven't done an annual for Immortal Hulk and all the other titles that had come out have, have had annuals. Yeah. They have not, but they, they've come out with extra issues right. like in a year. So there's yeah. not 12 issues a year. They'll come out with like 16 yeah, I or mean, something. 
it, it makes sense for it to be an annual, but I mean this this book has kind of broken the mold a little bit. It's it's kind of its own self contained thing. So yeah. I'm fine with and it. I think this it, is it, going it being its own issue. I think there's been news now this is going to issue fifty. Yes. Yep. yep. And then there will be the immortal She Hulk one shot. One shot. But we it also uh I guess we'll be getting a threshing place soon too. Yep. From Jeff Lemire on the Hulk. Which I'm interested to see. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, on to Thor number five by uh, Donnie Cates and... Uh, Hi, Dave. Rick Klein. Th- yeah, thanks. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, but we're not going to... Again, stuck you, on you, stupid. You, you, you need to. That's the whole shit. No, I'm not going to do it. It, it's is a like new, it, it is a new issue number one. That's right. So, I mean, now's the time is, to break Is this the, the all different to break our mold of our... Fucking model. What? what Dave <laughs> not un- knowing what he's doing. The uncanny Dave. Yeah, the uncanny <laughs> Dave Blue. The unknowing Dave. Yeah. Just throwing it. I'm out just there. saying. All right. Fine. Thor five. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, princess. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's why you didn't want to do it. Of course not. <laughs> I'm not acknowledging your high. Wow. <laughs> That's fine by me. Thor number five by Dottie Gates. This was great. Art by Nick Klein? Yes. This was great. Yeah, he had trouble with that. For, no, for I was being interrupted when I was For a short amount of time, I thought that I had missed Beta Ray Bill having long red hair, and then I realized it's just part of his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? The first, like, the first panel you see him, I'm like, who the fuck even is that? And I zoomed in, I'm like, it looks like it's, Beta Ray Bill, but hey, why does he have Josh, hair? it's a toupee, I'm just letting you know. And then I turn the page, I'm like, oh, it's his fucking helmet. <laughs> like... I understand it's supposed to be, I don't know, like a Roman helmet, but like those were more mohawky. His is like hair. So, but other than that, yeah. Is it horse hair? Maybe. So are we going to spoil the big reveal in this or not? There's a lot of reveals in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah. What's the big reveal you were going to spoil? Uh, the ad one. Oh. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers in this. We've spoiled stuff before. Not so, all the time, but... Black Winter, Black Winter shows up. Right. And, and uh, he takes a human form, and the form that he ends up taking it looks like... Thor. Thor. Right. Yeah. Harold Thor, specifically. Harold, Harold Thor. Thor. Um, and, you know, he, he goes through this whole thing, and the whole time, Galen mm-hmm. Galactus is like, don't listen to him. Yeah, in yeah. the background. Stop. Do not listen to him. He's going to suck you in, and no. He does a god blast. Um, is that what the, what it's called? Yeah. A god yep. blast, mm-hmm. and like unleashes the lightning into the darkness of the Black Winter, and the Black Winter reveals that he's not really there to destroy Thor's universe. He's there. He's there for the, to, last, for survivor the last survivor of his of universe, universe. Yep. Which is Galen, who was his herald. His herald. Sure, I, I love it. Where, whatever, I, I'm digging it. This this was phenomenal. The only thing I've seen online, people are saying like this is too much like his Venom stuff, like kind of following the same kind of pattern. I'm like, okay, but it works. <laughs> I did kind of like him having to go up against all of his major villains. Yeah. The only problem I have with that is that they mention the Beyonder and we don't get to see the Beyonder. Come on. Other than that, Everything was great. Absolutely. Is that it? Jimmy's like 
Empire Avengers. Number That's it? Zero. <laughs> I don't remember shit about this book. So the third, the third breed of alien between the skull and the Kree are now re-terraforming part of the moon, and the Avengers get a distress call. Tony, which I don't know if Tony's a fucking AI in this, but he's having dreams about memories that were put in his head, and he's the destruction. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi and Jimmy. <laughs> Thor is all. They, Thor is uh, Harold Thor in this. Yeah, and when they sh- show up, hits. But his... the, but we start off. Um, because I started this, I didn't get to finish it. But we start off with Tony Stark in this, and aren't we on Iron Man 2020 with Aaron Stark? That's, Ooh, that's knows, the man. weird thing. Like, is right? Tony having all these memories and his dreams? And isn't he supposed to, to be dead? And, and I, I'm, I'm confused. And at the end, they're like, "Hey, we can at least, you know, help you stand your ground." What? Because the Kree and the Scroll are working together now. Because Hulk, Hulkling, Hulkling is. Yeah. Their king, but he's being led by Ronan and uh, Super Scroll or whoever the fuck the other guy is. And they show up, and one of the battleships is the Fantastic Four. And that's where it ends. Okay. And I guess we'll get the Fantastic like Four, four side. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's another. Right? Yeah, I think. It's yeah, yeah two Fantastic weeks. Four yeah, zero. that's the next one. Yeah. And they have a nice little in the back. They have a nice little checklist when books are coming out. And this is supposed to be over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been all finished by now. Yes. No, but it was good. Uh, Al Ewing did a great job on it. I'd like to give an artist credit, but I have no fucking clue who it was. Uh, hold on. Pepe Larraz. Yeah, yes. But no, it, uh, it, it actually did give me a little, like, it kind of interested me in this Empire thing. Okay. Like I said, there's a lot of, new, like, character building that I guess was part of the whole Kree and Scroll war lore, but I really don't know all that much about it, so um, I'm not sure how important that'll be. Okay. Do you have any Marvel there, Mr.? No. Is that it for Marvel for That's us? That's for Marvel. So I did not get to Bounty Hunters. Okay. On to DC, Mr. DC. DC. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Green Lantern, 80th anniversary, 100-page, super spectacular. Uh, the last Denny O'Neill story was in here. Yes. Which makes sense. He did write Green Lantern for a pretty good period of time. It was okay. His story. His story. His was the Green Lantern, Green Arrow one. Uh, yes, he it? wrote. Yes, that's when he was writing um, that stuff. Yeah. But uh, I I like the Alan Scott one with the fucking uh, Gary Frank art because it's Gary it's Frank. Just Gary fucking Frank. Um, I'm surprised this made it in the 80th year and they didn't have to rename it the 81st <laughs> anniversary, hundred page um, spectacular. Thanks to f- Gary Frank. Hal Jordan is my favorite Green Lantern, and Jeff Johns is one of my favorite writers. I did not like this story. Did you guys read this? No. No. Okay, I so to get to it. Hal Jordan just defeats some en- some aliens or whatever, blows something up. He doesn't remember what, but it knocks out enough of his power ring that he crash lands on a planet. He doesn't know where he's at. The ring is so out of juice, it can't tell him where he is. It can't tell him if the atmosphere is breathable, and it's about to run out of power. 
He's like, I. He's like, Ring, what can you do? He's like, the Ring's like, I can send three messages out before I lose power and you're forced to deal with whatever, whether or not this planet is inhabitable or not. He's like, all right, first message, I'm going to send to the Green Lantern Corps saying, hey, was Honor serving with you? But if you could triangulate this message, please come get me. Second message I'll get to. The third message is obviously to Carol saying, hey, whatever, you're my girl. Um, love you lots. The second message goes to Batman for some fucking reason. And he basically says, you're the better superhero. I'm not good enough to wear this ring. I wish I were as smart as you. It just jerks off Batman, which is really fucking weird. Why do I feel like I've heard this story before? Really fucking weird. Well, it turns out I mean, after he sends these messages, his ring wears out of power. He's like, fuck, I, I, I don't know if I can breathe or not. He starts gasping for air and realizes he can breathe. And he climbs over the nearest hill and then sees, welcome to Las Vegas. He crash landed in fucking Nevada. Um, so the last panel is, is the Justice League roasting him for this, you know, message to Batman or whatever. So funny ending, but I, I'll never fucking buy that how Jordan fucking jerks off Batman. I was going like to say, weren't they last at odds fucking... a lot? Especially because Jeff Johns wrote this. If you read Green Lantern Rebirth, Batman's a fucking asshole in Green Lantern, Green Lantern uh, Rebirth. Like, he's the one that gives up on 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 Hal when he's struggling with him being Parallax and stuff. Um, but uh, we got some other good stories. Um, we got a Sinestro story in here that's pretty good. Uh, well, let's see what else we got. We got the last Danny O'Neill story, which was which was okay. Um, uh, we get a Kyle Rayner, Kyle Rayner story, which is okay. wasn't great. Uh, was that was that by Ron Mars or no? Um, they fucking put the credits either in the very front of the very end. Very end. Hang on. Uh, Ron Mars. Yeah. He, yeah. Daryl Banks on art. Yeah. Uh, my favorite story though was the Guy Gardner one, because it starts with um. Oh no! Wait, the, the guy Gar- there was a guy Gardner and um, Kilowog story, where Kilowog's pissed off at everyone. He won't tell him why. He goes off on a mission with Ga- uh, Guy Gardner to recover some other lanterns that are being held captive. When they get to this barren planet, it turns out that it's Las Vegas. Well, it turns out that it's they're they're there for his birthday. It's actually Mogo in disguise, and Kilowog was upset because his birthday also falls on the day that his planet was destroyed and and stuff like that. That was a pretty good story. Um, there was a, there was a John Stewart story that fucking sucked. I'll just say that it's it was stupid. Um, and where's it? Okay, there's another story called the Four Horsemen or the Four whatever. It's Kyle Rayner, uh, John Stewart, Hal Jordan. They're at a bar. They're like thirty to forty years older, and they're waiting for Guy Gardner to show up. They're telling like old war stories, kind of. And the barmaid's like, oh, well, when's Guy going to show up? And they're like, oh, well, look, we, we set a schedule, and he, the only thing he uses his calendar for is, is to know when he can not be on time. Uh, but it turns out they end up telling their war stories or whatever, and, and they're like, look, Guy Gardner was the best of us because he was always the guy to take the punch and be the asshole so that the enemies would focus on him and not on the people he cared about. And the, the final panel is them going to visit his grave because he's actually been dead the whole time. Um, but... Uh, I think there was one more story. There was a Jessica Cruz story. So, just to be honest, I really could give two shits about the Green Lantern. Any of them. <laughs> I like I like Green Lantern a lot. Especially the mythos that 
carries one of the other lanterns. But there's Jessica Cruz story that was okay. There's the Simon Bass story that was kind of crap. Uh, and I think that was the end of it. But um, all in all, it was pretty good. There were there were some really good stories in there. There's some there were a couple sinkers, but I mean that's kind of par for the course for these hundred page giants. So yeah. Alrighty. Um, so we had a couple Batman books that came out uh, this week. So we got Batman ninety three. Well, we have Our, one featuring KG Beast uh, and the Joker. Batgirl forty six. Yeah. I, I read this as a joke and it didn't it this 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 blew up in my face because this was a boring fucking book. <laughs> um, so you just randomly had enough time to pick up a random book to read. It, you know how long you it took chose, you guys to get back into this room? That's when it, I read it. It led you to Batgirl forty six. Yeah, it it looked like it was the beginning of a of a new arc, but it wasn't. It was the end of an arc, and I didn't care about any of the characters. Um, we could have told you that. Yeah, you but KG Beast is in it, and Joker shows up at the end, ready to shoot Batgirl again for some reason. Yeah, well, yeah, because I think the next issue I, starts I, the, the, the war, the jokes or whatever, Joker War. Joker War. So our journey to the Joker War, Batman ninety three. <sighs> Are you happy, Josh? Are you happy with what you and the asshole people like you did? So for the we second ha- time, we had an Eisner Award winning and Rehabby Award winning and Rehabby Award winning. More importantly, yes, writer giving us. Great Batman stories, but oh, he uses fucking poetry, and I don't like that. This is the shit we get. This. You're not allowed to speak. You just sit there and think about what you did wrong. If as you were a dog, as, I'd rub as, your nose. I'm, as much as. <laughs> is this your? <laughs> <laughs> as much as I don't like punchline either, um, and that I feel that the this is your pick of the week was kind of wasted. This is on par with the Tom King stuff. This oh. is on no way. No way. Yeah. Look, Get, no. If he introduces new characters and then ruins those new characters, I don't care. But if he goes back and shits on fucking established characters like Thomas Wayne and makes them some of the fucking worst characters, th- then I'd have a problem. That's what I had a problem with Tom King. The fuck is wrong with you? Did you eat paint chips when you were a kid? A Why? little. <laughs> you spent too much time with Joe. <laughs> I wasn't even reading this. It doesn't matter. It's just bad the Jonas. Bad taste. Yeah, Jonas is. Uh, I really didn't like this. I haven't. I I, ha- I had a problem. I, had a, I I think I really fell off with this this particular issue when now punchline also slices Harley's throat and it's like we've already done this in this pre Joker War stuff and it's like Bare- barely am I supposed to believe like- this is going to be anything? traumatizing for harley come on please where where she can easily just fucking get away like why not just kill her i i it's you killed your dean yeah so i'm i'm not uh i don't know i i really didn't i didn't i didn't like this i didn't either no i'm I'm mostly upset that the designer character was pretty wasted and that was kind of bullshit the designer character had a, a cool design ironically or maybe not, but yeah. But then it's the zombie. corpse, and it's he's all a it's a zombie controlled, controlled by, by a Joker, by, by, by a Joker. Joker. Yeah, it was by some. It, it, he's in the, the background. It was just some random fucking goon. That, that yeah. was keeping up, keeping hand up to with, hand Batman. with Batman. Yeah, like what the fuck? It was dumb. Yeah, 
So do you know how I told you all the Joker War connecting stuff? Yeah. Throw in my box. You're not you, anymore. You, you can you cannot do that. I'd be all right with it. Uh, honestly, I'm probably gonna see this out until they said what a hundred. Hundred. Yeah. Hundred will last. be. I will stick this out to a hundred. But if they announce, oh, we're going to one twenty five now. No. Probably not gonna do it. Yeah. Oh no. I I I agree. It's gonna. It's going to be a big drop off. Uh, we'll we'll talk about more some of the shit that fucking DC's doing um, later. We haven't gotten a Tom King book in what like six months now. Last week. Last Strange week, Adventures. Strange Adventures. Oh yeah, Strange Adventures. Yeah, it was delightful. Remember, it was yes. a pick of the week. It was. <laughs> but what two of them this year? Then the two Strange Adventures. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh, is that it for DC, or did we have uh, other Justice stuff? League 47. And you had a, there was a Justice League Dark this week, or there Odyssey? It was, but I didn't read it. Yeah. I heard it was good, though. Uh, this was a disappointing end to this arc. Yeah, this was, the, this was the worst Justice League since they kind of rebooted it. They, uh, it's, so again, the Spectre's untethered, and everyone's holding a grudge, and then the Justice League just in front of Jim Corrigan is like, Hey, you know what? I, I forgive you. And he's like, that's all I needed to hear. And he's like, I forgive God. And then he gets his powers back and he fucking stops everything. And the end. Art was fucking tremendous. But it, I think it's Rafa Sandoval. And he was on. Um, yeah. No, it's I'm sorry. Eddie Barrows. He just looks like Rafa Sandoval. It, fucking stupendous art. Other than that, it kind of fell flat at the end where it was just like a real weird way to wrap it up. But I mean. That's okay with me because it's just kind of those one-off Justice League stories. Not one-off, but, you know, three-issue arcs. But it doesn't affect anything else like the last few Justice League have, have been. I'm, I'm fine with these kind of short, fun stories, even if the endings don't kind of land it. Everything up leading up to the ending w- was still pretty good, so... Uh, and then I have uh, Batman Beyond Forty Four. Um, we were supposed to have something big happen in this sub- issue, right? Yeah, it yeah was wasn't what everyone thought. Tease, tease, um, then then oh, uh, Terry's trying to get um, Damien back to the Bat Suite, and at first it's like I'm taking him to the hospital. No, I have recovery pods. And of course, as soon as he said recovery pot, I'm like, oh, it's Lazarus Pit something. And it was. And they put him in there. And of course, everyone that comes out of the Lazarus Pit doesn't fucking remember, goes fucking berserk. Bruce kind of talks Damien down. And he's like, oh, it was my grandfather's lieutenant. He's trying to take power back from me because the whole League of Assassins base is a giant space station. And they're going to fuck off the planet for a while, bring a big ice age to wipe out everyone, and then come back and build it in their their uh, image. It's League of Assassins bullshit. I mean, it's been done. Well written, uh, quick read, uh, but eh. I mean, without Roz, it kind of yeah doesn't have the same kind of effect. 
Flash 756. Um, this is okay. Uh, art was fucking stupendous. It was uh, something Duce. Christian Duce. Uh, or Deuce. I don't know. But uh, Flash basically goes to the rest of the Flash family saying, get the fuck out of town. He, he <laughs> just, yeah, he just um, left the Deuce. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Reverse Flash is going to pretty much all the Flash villains and, and recruiting them into his Reverse Flash family. Um, F Flash is sending the, the Flash family away because he plans on killing the Reverse Flash, and he doesn't want them to see him do that. And then they but they're just like, anyways. they're just like, fuck you, we're going to show up anyway, we're not going to abandon you. Which I feel like we've had this story at least twice now yeah. in the Williamson run. Uh, where he's like, oh, I don't want you guys to be See what I have to do. I'm dangerous. Um, but um, Thawne ends up being stopped by uh, the Tornado Twins. Yeah, finally uh, make their Rebirth debut. Yeah, we haven't seen them for a long fucking time. Since so. New 52, right? I don't even know that we saw them in New 52. I can't remember. Unless it was the, the end of it, because I, I think I didn't read the last volume of Flash, but... Um, sure. I, I was kind of hoping for a more unique reverse Flash family, rather than just, I'm going to get all the all The, the rogues, rogues gallery, yeah. But, um, alright, sure. If the art's going to be this this good, then I'll keep reading it 100%. The, the Tornado Twins, like I said, I haven't seen them in a while, so... Yeah, could interesting be to see where they go, so... And for those who don't know, Tornado Twins are... Barry Allen's kids from the future, from the 31st century, I yep. think. So, anyway, that's it for me for DC. I mean, as far as non-black label goes. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Now we're on the black label, which I believe the Batman Smile Killer was on black label. Our epilogue to uh, Joker, this, Killer Smile. This was fucking so good. This was super good. This was written well. It oh. was done well. I still I forgot to mention in what? Batgirl. Uh oh. Mr. Smiles makes an uh, makes an appearance. Does Mr. Smiles make really? an appearance? Yeah, let me find it. Hang on. Isn't that him in the back there? Or is that like an animatronic, weird-looking version of him? No, that's just kind of like a yeah. All right. Well, I thought it looked similar while I was reading. It, it. it is kind of similar, yeah. So we have a pretty. Fucked up story of young Bruce Wayne. I, 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 I this. I feel like I've read this story as well a couple of times. We where, have talked about this. Like fans where, have talked about this. Where Batman is the crazy, well, crazy and, and Batman. Uh, I'm sure last, I, I, last night on Earth was similar. Yeah, yes. a little bit. Yeah. So es essentially, in it's this just story, another retelling of it. He, kind of. He is. He is mind controlled by the Joker, who has a puppet when he is just a kid, makes him kill his father. His mother's still alive. He's in a mental institution. Jim Gordon's his psychiatrist. And all the Batman mythos is a figmentation of his imagination. But it really isn't because. Which again. It's all the Joker. It's kind of like the Lemire Moon Knight yeah. fucking run, where the Moon Knight was all in his head and he was, you know, batshit crazy. But then the end kind of leaves it open ended that. Oh, he kind of isn't crazy, and the Joker is kind of behind this. This was very good. This was almost my pick of the week. This was written very well. Um, storytelling in this was fantastic. 
Yeah, absolutely. But it was kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And the Sorrentino art was different in this one. I mean, you still had some of the kind of same this vibes. This didn't quite have as much of the Gideon Fall vibes as the other one did. I think that was a little bit of my uh, complaint with the Joker one. It felt a little too much like Gideon. All right. Uh, anything else? Black Label. John Constantine Hellblazer, number seven. Yeah. Um, this was a really fun kind of story. Is uh, Aaron still doing the art? Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. He, he did not show us how to draw a star in this, unfortunately. I was kind of hoping for that. But he's talking of a story of a man that fell in love with a mermaid. And kind of all the underworldly things that go on with that. Um, this mermaid was then captured and kind of tortured. Uh, John dumps her in the water. She's like, I can't feel anything below my waist. He's like, yeah, you weren't going to recover from that as she's basically just bone uh, down below. But no, this was a fun, uh, it's a Hellblazer story. I mean, this is what you want from a Hellblazer story. Yeah. I mean, they're not a lot of big overall it's a lot of one-off just constantine doing kind of the under monster of the week yeah. underworld magic stuff but this was very good um this has been uh, probably the best hellblazer probably since the original alan moore run. alan moore run yeah. yeah but very good so on to uh hit some hill house stuff i guess yeah the low low woods number six yep um this kind of I felt like this could have had a, a number seven to it because it did seem like this last. It seems like issue they rushed the end. Was of this. very rushed. Like they well, get. Well, it. wasn't it the issue before the one where we finally find Find-out everything, everything out? Everything yeah. out at once. Yeah. But they go. They go because uh, Octavia's girlfriend. She knows she's up that that way, and they get there right after she was raped and redunked into the creek to forget everything. They collect these mushrooms. They feed her, feed them to her. She kind of explodes with it, and the big pit opens up, swallows up all the evil guys. It, it, and then at the end, they bottle all the stuff up and they give it to all the women in the town and give them the choice. And, and they, they just also, let it right, lay around in different places. And like they Alice also in they also give them a vial of the water, so it's to remember what you forgot and yeah. you forget what you want to forget. So they have the choice then. Can they live with this or can't they? And just, e each one of the girls picks a different option. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. Uh, I, I love this. This was very good. I, I, I enjoyed the series. I just, I don't know. The last issue kind of was kind of disappointing to me. I just, I don't know. I wasn't digging it. But. So what you're saying is, I don't know? Yeah. Is that what I'm getting from that? It, All right. Like I said, it felt rushed. Like, I thought they could have could have done something more with that. The All plunge. right. What I do know is the plunge number, number four, four, written by Joe Hill, with art by Stuart Immonen. Sure. <laughs> this was excellent. This was great. This was excellent. We get a lot of There's stuff of what's going on. In here that yeah, and it, and it is pretty. Does, does anyone speak Russian for the back? No. Yeah, I don't know what happened on the last page. Yeah. <laughs> Google Translate has a thing. You just hold the camera up to it, and it will okay. translate it for you. Basically, they said, wait, we're getting a distress call from Americans. What are they doing out here? 
well, if they're there, we have a submarine on the fucking way. It's pretty much the whole... Okay. So they got a distress signal, but they're sending a fucking sub. So we're getting Russians and submarines. So... Fuck yeah. And eyeless <laughs> zombies. And that are Alien centipedes. That have a huge ship buried way Which below was the a little bit Star Trek 2-ish. It kind of reminded me of a little, yeah, little, 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 but... little but... Uh, a little well, more creepy. I, I look more it kind of same as what Mercy's doing. Yeah, well, well, we'll talk. I'm not about sure because I'm not sure where Mercy's going with that. But this was this was pretty good. Um, so the one um, um, ship guy that they tried to infiltrate with the centipedes or worm Chuck. things. The guy that. He, it didn't yeah there's so there's he's it dirty. didn't take right you he's think dirty. it really didn't take or is he sort of like a no i don't i don't think it took so you think that's going to be their uh they're out on this and then of course we have the creepy doctor who's like hey i'm here for the company you know there's always that like an alien and everything yeah. there's always that with that guy L- literally the company he works for is rocks on yes like yeah this easily could be a Hulk. The Hulk, yeah, yeah story. But, but uh, the 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 difference between Mercy and this is, I the aliens actually want to get out of here, and that's why they sent out the distress signal. They want to get off the planet. But uh, but at the end, the uh, the ship's captain and trying to get the the one creepy fuck that they have to and talk. It's like you're gonna talk, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and Which then that's how it ends, except for with the the Russians the thing, sending a fucking submarine. Here's the thing with that. They're a hive mind, so I don't understand how they don't know that he has that the 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 one creepy looking guy. I don't know. Because didn't they explain it as that was a hive? Yeah, mind? they're all they're all one. Yeah. But uh, it was it was it was fucking great. Yeah, yeah the, seriously, like you can t- the stuff coming out of Joe Hill for the Hill House imprint is on a different level than some of the other stuff being written. Um, on, on, uh, I'm just on saying. the most part, I mean, dollhouse families, uh, yeah, landed. dollhouse family. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. That landed pretty well. So, you know, of course when DC falls apart, we won't get Hill house stuff anymore. So we'll see. IDW is around the corner. Um, there's no way Marvel lets them get bought by anyone else. No way in hell does Marvel let because no, I mean, Joe Hill, Joe Hill will, Put his imprint over in IDW. Not it. Not if DC owns it. If, well, anyway, we'll see. Anywho, are we done with DC? Because I, I know I am. Yeah. <laughs> All right, on to independence and good God Almighty, we have a lot so of them. Strong books. Uh, we're going to start off with the Aftershock Support Our Shops, our SOS book, which was f- a little just filled with little stories of all types of creators that their first visit into a comic store or their first experience with comics. And that's pretty much what it was. So it it's, you know, it is what it is. It, it's probably better than my first experience in a comic shop. Well, you got raped with your clothes on first experience. Yeah. Well, your wallet did anyway. He enjoyed it. He still comes back. Just saying. 
Yeah, I, I always thought, that, you know, if I got into BDSM, I'd be a dom, but clearly I'm not. Because <laughs> I like the abuse, you, I guess. You have many subs? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> See what I did there? All right. Anything else independent-wise? Gung-ho number five. Go ahead. Uh, this is really good. This is, again, we're finally getting something on these these white baboons that are attacking. And they attack a train that is full of munitions. And they're like, at the end, they're like, well, did it wreck on a curve? They're like, well, no, it was a straightaway. Well, how did it derail then? So there's something big. Um, but this was kind of a, kind of a lot just filler. These baboons seem to be kind of more um, kind of organized now. So obviously something's going to happen. Our two main character brothers, one's starting to really fit in, you know, got a group of friends. The other one's still just acting out, doing stupid shit. Um, but no, this was, once again, really good. Uh, I'm really liking this, the Ablaze stuff. Um, but this is probably my favorite so far, uh, simply okay. because even though the first three issues really didn't get into what the big threat was, it still kept you interested. Um, and then the weird thing is they talk about, you know, put, going to the red nail cause you get a red nail for every kill you get on your mailbox post. And they have a spot called the Red Nail where they go up drinking underage and everything like that. And in real little letters, it's like the one just cut, the younger brother sneaks off. And in the real bottom corner, it's like, oh, to be continued. But I missed that. And it went right into uh, Sumerian Red Nail. Red Nail, yeah. And they're still talking about the Red Nail. I'm like, what in the fuck am I looking at? And then it's like, oh, that's Conan. What the fuck? You sneaky bastards. Because <laughs> like, it was, I mean, it transitioned perfectly. Like, because he went over and it's like, oh, he's jumping into the woods. Well, he kept saying about the red nail. And I was like, well, that's their Sumerian story is well, called the red nail. That's one like, of them. Yeah. It shows him going to like the corner of this fence and over. And like the next thing is like, there's a horse in a meadow with very similar looking woods. Like, I'm like, what in the fuck? I'm like, is going on here? You motherfucker. To an AWA book, uh, Year Zero. Didn't get to this. By Benjamin Percy. It was really good. And Ramon Rosanas. Sh- sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Um, this was pretty good. This was pretty good. Uh, we're I, set up. Uh, but uh, we well, we're, we, we get a little bit of backstory and we actually see, see a little bit more of the zombie action right. that's going on. But uh, we have our Eugene character in here that you know how he's oh he can uh, math he can math yeah unlike dave he can oh did he do the thing again twice twice you didn't hear it no (laughs) that but he is sitting back and he does have this fucking grin that just like a like a a baby toddler yes yes listen you're sweating them out of me back in this fucking room i'm i'm not arguing that it's fucking hot as balls back here but um uh, yeah. Unlike Dave here, uh, our our Eugene character in here, he can math, and um, but we uh, we get the um, the Mexican the Mexican kid. cowboy guy. <laughs> well, that's the guy that uh, offed his parents. Okay. So he tells he saves the kid from a zombie. Tells him, you know, if you want to live, come come with me. And the kid's like, God works in mysterious ways. Right. Um. 
but um, the Japanese he, guy he uh, he actually finds his fiance. The job that he was on was supposed to be his last one. Well, now he's going to go hunt down because. And not- in the beginning, we find out um, pretty much how the zombie outbreak. Uh, yeah. Sort of started um, because uh, this one they were trying to find a cure for uh, cancer or something, right? Uh, it has many curative powers. Yeah, blood, and, and this is probably what started our outbreak. Well, so that's what we're kinda, thinking. It's kind of, uh, but uh, yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it, it's still uh, still a solid read, uh, worth uh, staying on. See what oh, yeah. happens. Yeah, absolutely. Angel Spike number eleven. They just kind Boom. of they kind of just explain like the kind of origins of this cop and. It's one of Angel's ex-flings reincarnated, but she doesn't remember, and he doesn't really remember. But some more weird shit's happening. And that was kind of it. This was, like, super filler issue. Uh, with it being number 11, I'm thinking number 12 is going to kind of end this little story arc. So mm-hmm. kind of just uh, the lull before the action kicks in. Die number 11. Can I almost read this? I didn't get to no. it. I, I wanted to, but I just didn't get to it. It, it almost felt like it was going to wrap it up a little bit soon but i guess there's well still more solicits um because this was originally a 12-part mini yes yeah that's what i thought it, it, we're past the point where there's just like a a fuck ton of kind of world building and we kind of get kind of get more of the character interaction uh there's a big sort of uh cliffhanger at the end where neo uh the sort of cyber knight character um encounters uh, uh what is she i don't want to say she's a zombie but uh this this creature shows up speaking in binary and you know she has her built-in computer ai translate it and what she's saying in binary is mum or mom um and apparently some girl named molly that that neo is the mother of in this world which i i don't have any there's a clear distinction between the characters that are from the real world and from this fantasy world, and I and the fantasy world is all made up. So when these characters show up, like the uh, Zamorna guy that was the, um, if you remember, he was like the the prince of the vampires or whatever that that married Ash in, a couple issues ago. I don't give a fuck about that character. He's not he's not one of the real characters. So this is supposed to be maybe like a big shocker movement or whatever. It didn't really do anything. But other than that, the character interactions in this book were very good. Speaking of something that felt like it was wrapping up to an ending, Middle West, number Maybe because um, it is uh, seventeen. Good God, um, we have our pretty our, our big battle where the farmer that has uh, Abel and the other kids and uh, the grandma Carney. And we find out person the she Maggie is a bad motherfucker. Well, like, she but she also has a little bit of she has some powers. What we find yeah. out about well that. Kind of, I haven't read in like fucking eight issues, and I I knew that already. Yeah, yeah, she's the one that kept Abel from going Super Saiyan, and oh, oh yeah. the first yeah. time we encounter her, we kind of get that established. Yeah. Um, but Abel unleashes in this. It takes a while, though. Like, well, yeah, he, like he was... I, it's like okay, he's being held and everything. I'm like, okay, he's gonna turn into a storm. Eh, not yet, not yet, and then other things happen, and then. Well, we also find out that uh, the Carney leader is also had made a deal with this guy. Yes. To continue providing fuel to them, 
so they can continue living. So that's where the fuel all pays off. It all comes from this farm. Right. Right. So, but uh, is this the second last issue? Or yes, this is the penultimate issue. Yeah. Uh, da- up, Dad shows up in this, doesn't he? That, right at, at the, the end. end. At the yeah. Very well, end. because Abel does finally turn into a storm, and, and he's being siphoned off by because these... uh, well, Granny's going to sacrifice herself. Right. Yeah. Or Maggie's going to sacrifice herself, and he saves and then, Maggie. And then um, he turns into storm, and then they do something with the engines the and ca- that kind the of towers. They start siphoning off his power. Yeah. yeah. They're using the, yeah. They're using and, and he starts, starts and now d- dad shows up the, at the end and starts taking these towers out. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and then we get the, uh, the most, the biggest shock of all when we turn to the last page and it says to be concluded. Yep. I didn't know this was ending. That seems to be his kind of forte though. Cause he did the same thing with, uh, I hate Fairland. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Bully Wars. That was never yeah, that listed, was as a, listed as a as a mini and it just ended. So But uh this was this was really good. Um I'll be When pretty... do we get his next uh Strange Academy? We haven't got number two of that. No, we have not. So that might be in the next batch of Marvel books. So in two weeks. Yeah. Now, in two weeks, they start going back to weekly, right? No. Uh, this will be the last two weeks. There'll be another two weeks. Then okay. Then they're going to be, uh, it's so going to be mid-July. all in. Mid-July? It's mid-July, okay. yeah. I think July, so it'll be first, eh, like the 15th or 22nd. I think it's 22nd. They're they're all in. So, on to a fan favorite here at the podcast. Once in Future 8, uh, basically Merlin unleashes Beowulf on Gran and... Uh, by Peter, by lying and telling him yeah. that they're the bad guys. Yeah, because uh, Beowulf shows up in Camelot Otherworld. Honestly, I don't care what they're fighting. Not it being Beowulf is awesome. Yeah, the back and forth between, between Duncan y- and, and Gran is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Um, I but. I really like this. I still like this. They do enough of little things. Sometimes it's like they're spinning wheels here a little bit just to kind of keep us going. It doesn't feel like where the first one, like well, everything again, was important. This is number. This was supposed to be a six part right. mini. So and, he had his plan and all that. Like now we're kind of. It's sort of like we're just spinning well, wheels we to get to little beats. Yeah, kind of the right. epilogue there that was clearly added afterwards just felt forced. I mean, once he gets. You know, kind of his. I, I think once he against. gets his feet going, I mean, he'll... it's Beowulf, so yeah, I'll, I'll read it. Yeah, no, uh, I it's still it's I, still I, worth I, the read. This is still a really, I, I really great think you're series. See, uh, I like how Grand kind of blows off Be- Duncan's idea of Be- Beowulf, but he because that's really just a poem. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. And he's like, as Beowulf's ripping the, the fucking, fucking roof, roof off the car, car, he's like, "This is the part where you tell me I was right." <laughs> Rogue Planet number two. Colin Bunn. Colin Bunn. Uh, art by Andy McDonald. Speaking of space worms. Yeah. Uh, the last issue we got, I instantly loved. The only thing this is lacking in is uh, kind of um, character establishment. I can't remember any of the fucking characters' names in between. That was a issues. little bit of the problem with Unearthed. That, that's uh, why I got it out of Unearthed is you just don't have a connection because then they would die and i'm like well who the hell's that you know i mean they kill a character in the first issue if you remember he got grabbed by that giant worm because again they're 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 heading to this planet 
where there's a stress beacon. They get there, and there's a bunch of other kind of shuttles that have gone there seeking out the distress beacon, and their crews have been killed. They encounter that giant worm thing that just eats one of their, their crew members, um, and then all of a sudden they, they happen upon these other... They, they look like other spacefarers with spacesuits, but there's these giant stalks of the, the, the flesh material from the, the worm just kind of sticking out of them. And they're like, well, should we approach him and, and interrogate does it, him? Does it, like, give off war sperm? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but one of the guys like, we should shoot at him. He's like, well, no, if, they shoot, if we shoot at him, we, we are a threat. And then, you know, you saw what happened to our friend. Um, the one guy's like, fuck it. I have nothing to lose. So he just walks up to them, and they don't react at all. And he's like, I think, I think maybe they're just scarecrows um, trying to make us of, not go in here. So they just walk past him. They happen upon about a dozen more, and all of a sudden, like the the tentacles that are coming out of the heads just kind of these eyes open up and these mouths start chirping at them, and I and they're kind of assuming that they're just sort of analyzing them before they figure out what what to do against the the humans. We cut back to the guys on the ship, and the one ah oh man, I don't know what the fuck happened at this point, man. It, it goes off the rails at one point. The one guy has, like, a, a lover back on Earth that misses him, and when they go into that deep sleep, uh, the Zom, they call it, where they're, they're asleep for long durations, but during that time, their body's able to be kind of automated by the, the AI. He's going to put me to sleep for a long duration. Yeah. And he's like, oh... That Texas Blood, <laughs> number one by Chris Condon, art by Jacob Phillips. Jesus fucking Christ. I got space pig vibes from that bullshit. That's a good call. This, this, this is my pick of the week. Point. This is my pick of the week. I'm not going to argue it. it this no. was excellent. This, I can, I guess that image and all these. This had a. That has just knocked it into me. Like every page turn. I'm like, I'm waiting for the supernatural thing. I'm waiting for the supernatural thing. And then you think it happens, but it's a it's dream. It's a dream. And. Something weird happens at the end, but, but it's, it's not, not necessarily supernatural. Yeah. Um, but it's a seven, but it's it, an ending that makes you go, "What the fuck?" Well, it, you yeah. don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, I kind of knew yeah, that was yeah. coming. Yeah, like I got They're, major. Vibes they did a good job, good job building up this this encounter at the end that we get. Oh, and yeah. they did an excellent job building the main character. Oh, our sheriff Joe, who uh, it's his seventieth birthday, and apparently his wife's seventy five. His wife's 75, and she's asking him to get a casserole disc, dish back from this other woman in town for, so she can make some sort of meal for him for his birthday. Who, who's in an abusive relationship that everyone knows in town. But they all choose to ignore. And anytime someone kind of presses the, the sheriff on any sort of matter, his response is, well, well and that's it. And we get that like a dozen times yeah. almost. And um, he ends up... Uh, Getting ready to head home at one point at the end and of the he day, sees this guy and the guy flying by him. blows past him, pulls him over. He's like, "Hey, you know, do you have my casserole dish?" <laughs> I'm sure that's why you're heading over. But he's a gun drawn. Well, or no, he, he's, he, it's in his lap, it's and in he's his lap. all bloody. And he's like, "What the hell?" And all he's like is, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to," and blows his brains out. And then all over Joe, all over, all well, over Joe, and his casserole, and the casserole, dish. Dish. and then Joe has the greatest reaction ever. He's like, "Well, I found the casserole dish. I found the casserole dish." <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, that's where it ends. I mean, we get a. Mo- are they back at the the woman's house, 
or his house. I'm not sure that it's just kind of it, it's a mirror to what the beginning is, which everyone told him all oh, when you hit 70, you know, it, everything changes. He's like, he's I don't like, feel like different. different. Yeah, this was great. This was awesome. Um, um, I had a the, little kind of dust the dawn vibes. Yeah, on this because yeah. I'm I'm thinking this starts off as one thing, which is pretty much just a a, a crime book. You know, yeah. just a regular detective crime book, but something else is going to happen. Did anyone here. read the back? I did. I'm the, looking forward to this big time. I, I want. I'm probably going to put that on my list as well. Uh, Ed Brubaker's uh, Pulp. Pulp looks looks really, really good. good. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think it said when that came out. Sometime in July, I think. Mercy. Oh, mercy. Mercy number three by Mirka Andolfo. A lot of like building, like we get a little bit more in depth. I with think our... we get no. I think you're underselling I, this. I think was the best issue of this series Absolutely. so far. So far, yeah. Um, but we get more in depth with our lady and our find out the alien things. And, and we're getting yeah, we're getting there. And really... she's actually and there's another from... group that's hunting them, which right. we found out in the last yeah. issue, right? Well, we which found we, it, we find found out, out that about the... The, Na- the Native Americans that are doing it. But now we have this kind of kind of gets hunters. West, bounty hunters, yeah, bounty huntress kind of western, yeah, um, vibe. Who's been hired by the mine, the widow of the mine owner, yep. um, and it, it's hinted that there's something going on with the mine owner's wife. Well, yeah, the, the, I'm I'm thinking that the, these uh, these alien uh, worms were in the mine and they kind of let them out, and that's always kind of been. They spent their, they spent their wealth and their clout within the uh, community to kind of shove it under the rug. Right. Um, um, our girls really kind of fitting in, and the great part is she kind of knows what's going on. And yeah. Well, actually, she knows, but she's still trying to protect what she believes is her mother. Right. It's great because she she they, knows she's, they, she's almost she can't eat. So Mercy can't eat. We right. know, but uh, it, it reacts uh, with her very quickly. And and the kid kind of gives her an out yeah, to, to be excused he, from the almost, table. Yeah, she's almost giving her a human side. Yeah, and, which we didn't get in the beginning. Yeah, which really she's she wants to she's know what her mother with, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah which and, her uh, her, I guess he he's been grandpa is what the little girl right. calls her, but he's been kind of trying to fight her. Um, he tries to pick up a guy just to eat him at the bar. Well, he's the one that's getting close. Yeah. He's and he's. Yep. Well, so he's, he's trying, trying to, to take the other guy out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we find out at the end that he's been captured and by the bounty hunters. Yeah. And he's been halved, and they know that she's going to come to help him because apparently they're connected. This is excellent. Not what, not at all what the fucking trailer promised us, but I'm fucking enjoying it thoroughly. Th- this, this, this issue was very good. Yeah. Go ahead. Anything else for you? I got two more. Go ahead. I got a bunch. Uh, all right, we'll go with uh, IDW Sleeping Beauties number one by Stephen King and Owen King, but adapted by. Uh, go ahead. I can't fucking see that. Let alone read it. This is awesome. Does that help you? Maybe. Not really. Rio Yowers. Okay. So it's a it's a comic 
adaptation of Sleeping Beauties. Mm, the, yeah. the, the novel. The novel. Yeah. yeah. They did. This was really good. This was really good. This was really good. It's a really good it's a really good novel. It should. It's uh, it's kind of hard to fuck up a comic a- adaptation of something that's already great. Uh, I don't know. It's doable. If you but, put a decent but as a comic, as a I'm gonna rate this as a comic, this this was really good. Um kind of almost gave me a little bit of um outsiders vibe. Yeah, a little bit. I didn't pick it up simply because I know the story. Okay. But uh, they handled this really well. No, the, no, very, the, the very end, the very end of it is just like a, um, uh, you know, like the ending of a comic, like it was written for a comic, because they they give you that little cliffhanger at the end of like shit stuff's going on. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what what the hell happens. Yeah. with this um, because I've it, never, I don't remember ever reading this. It's new. Yeah, no, this no, is, no. This I is mean, recent. This is only the novel's only what two years old. Two or three, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm down but to. I'm pretty it. sure they're making a uh, movie out of it already. I wouldn't doubt it. Or right. it's an I, HBO I, thing or I, something. I think that yeah. was, I think that was his first novel he wrote under the. It might be HBO that he has a contract with. Okay. For the movies, because he, yeah. he was supposed to write so many novels for directly into movies, so it makes sense that it would play out in a comic because it was written to be themat you know thematic and it's gonna naturally play into the uh into the medium yeah but this this was uh it's worth picking up it was really good yeah yeah Yeah, i highly recommend the reading yeah so it's because some fucked up shit's going on (laughs) what you got uh, i I got bleed them dry i got uh dead body uh road bad blood uh is this, this is, a volume two to well it's it's another arc yeah okay because i didn't realize there was another one yeah uh this was that good that i want to go back and read the first arc okay um if i remember right i thought i did a review on the first one this was pretty good yeah th- it was th- a car this was, uh, yeah but th- basically uh oh we haven't had basically in a while oh you've you've been saying it the whole time have i yeah yeah, that, no. that's at least your thirtieth. Nah. Oh yeah. Nah. We're gonna put a counter on. Yeah, we he's gonna have when back. he edit when he edits it. He's gonna be bing. No, it's, bing. Gonna, be, it's gonna be uh. Yeah. Uh. uh. <laughs> do I have to do it again for you? Uh. Well, we know we we recorded it. But uh, yeah, highly recommend it. Something... Every time he says basically, I'm gonna just censor basically out with that. So, uh, <laughs> what's happening here? <laughs> <sighs> um, it starts off with a guy getting the ship beat out of him by a mobster, and he sends the the. He's looking for another guy, not the guy he's beating the shit out of, because they did something wrong. So now they got to pay for it. Uh, he sends two guys after his sister to try and find out. Apparently, she has a dark past, but now she's like kind of cleaned herself up, running a bar. Well, the one guy shows up, tries to be nice about it. The next one captures her in her apartment and ties her down, decides to try and torture her. She bites his ear off and stabs him through the face with a chair leg. And then it she's going happen. to find her brother, who is what the guy they're looking for. Uh, really good, highly recommend it. 
I'm going to go back before the next issue comes out and read the first arc to see if that actually sheds a little light on where this is going. But yeah, recommended. Okay. Did you have a pick of the week? I don't know. Did I? No. no. That's why I'm like, oh, all of our last books except for Josh are our picks of the week. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't know. There were a lot of good ones this week. Yeah. I only get one this week, right? Yes. I'm going to have to agree with Josh. On? I, uh, on that, that Texas, Texas blood. blood. Okay. I really enjoyed that. And okay. now on to Paul's pick of the week. No. This isn't it. Mine was Thor. I just oh. didn't say it. <laughs> you just had that silence. I'm like, I'm going to keep it because <laughs> I knew you were waiting for something. But uh, Bleed Them Dry um, by Vault, um, one of our, um, well, I shouldn't say new upstart uh, independents, no, but they've been around a little bit yeah. for a little while now. Um, uh, but they, um, they, you know, they're they're kicking it up here. Um, this is a van, a ninja vampire tale, but... It's in the future, and there seems to be this truce with vampires. And, and ninjas? Well, well, the ninja thing, I think, is still coming up. So there's a serial killer that they're calling the Vampire Slayer that's killing other vampires. Is, is there and, Lincoln? Yeah, no. And um, so on the detective force, we're, we're following the story of this detective, and her partner... He's a vampire, but he's the one that finds the Slayer at the end. Evidently, he's up to no good towards the end, and uh, she pretty much is um, almost going to get taken out by this detective vampire. And then that's when the ninja shows up and kind of saves her sort of at the end, and that's how we end this issue. Uh, this was actually kind of decent. Vampires. If I have to listen to another but book about vampire vampires. and ninjas. If you had to listen to another book about vampires. <laughs> well, you got to listen to me. Motherfucker, get on a soapbox. He's going to do page by page now. Redneck 27 by Mr. Donnie Midas Kate. As a podcast that has been just <laughs> thoroughly behind Donnie Kate's literally since our first episode. You reviewed a Donny Cates book as your first book ever reviewed on this podcast. And I'm the only one Which reading. was that one? Uh, Thanos, probably? No, it was uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Uh, was yeah. that your first book that you reviewed? Yeah. Okay. The fact. I don't read this out of spite. <laughs> You're just spiting yourself. This uh, might be, this I, might... I started off, I read this when it started off and I kind of fell off. And but you I did fell too. off too. I did too. But once I just I got never back got on, caught back up, and you, you, you need to get caught back up. Oh my! This is this is the best thing Donny Cates is doing right now. This uh, is a story of the lost colony of Roanoke, and the only name, of course, they carved uh, Croaton on the tree. Didn't didn't we have the last? It was the last issue where Dracula shows up as the as the grandpa. Yeah. Well, he's not just Dracula; he's also the one of two. Uh, vampires that were created by the devil, you know, Lucifer himself, the evil one, this, you know, kind of the ultimate evil in the, in the universe. Would this tie in with baby teeth? It could. Okay. But it doesn't, but, oh my, this, pick of the week, I mean, this is the first thing I read come Wednesday. 
as soon as I could read this Wednesday, I'm like, it's been a while and these aren't coming out month, Mm-mm. you know, as scheduled anymore. Uh, because he has all this other work going, but my God, uh, you just need to catch up on this. I mean, it is that good. Josh would love this. No, he's tired of vampires. He 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 doesn't want to hear or read about vampires at all. (laughs) He just said. It's it's possible I have read this and I'm caught up on it, and I'm just not talking about it just to piss Jimmy off. (laughs) But then you would have made it your pick of the week because this should have been a universal pick of the week, according to Mr. Kimmel. Well, no, that that was that was what I read. Uh, you think you seem to think that I have some sort of integrity on this podcast? I can give my pick to something else, and and even if it would, that Texas Blood was very good too. Yeah, but no, this was excellent. Uh, if you're not reading Redneck and you're a Donny Cates fan, the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> all right. Any fucking thing happened in Meteor at all? bunch of rumors about shit that nothing's been substantiated yet ryan reynolds is coming back as a green lantern in the snyder cut does anybody care Not really. i'd like to see that i think he i think he I played, think he a, played great a great yeah. al jordan the movie just sucked <laughs> it was just bad cgi bad writing bad directing but as hal jordan fucking ryan reynolds got it mm-hmm. that's pretty much the extent of my I know about Hal Jordan's kind of background. That's about it. I never really got into the other lanterns. Um, do you know anything about this Three Jokers debacle um, that DC's doing? Let me. I. I gotta see if I can fucking find my email on this. Um, what they I know doing. that Fabok or Fabok. I don't know how to say his last name. Fabok uh, was asked if he'd like to work with any other writers. And he said, not if I can choose Jeff Johns. So apparently, I mean, but again, you ask any any creative team member about a book that's going to be coming out soon, they're going to be saying, yes, this is the next best thing since, you know, sliced pulps. So. Well, they are doing some. Okay, here we go. All right. So they are doing. um what they're calling, because it's a press, it's, okay, so it's three issues, it's a prestige black label format, which I don't know if that means it's going to be, like, all the magazine size ones. Yeah, that's their prestige. Um, but they're going to be doing nine, nine premium variant covers. That'll be one in 50s. You have to order all nine and 50 of all nine, that's 40, 450 of those to be able to get another a fucking super duper fucking variant. Like it's fucking crazy. And all it really is, is just different faces of the Joker, I guess, throughout the years. Uh, I mean, it's dumb. It's crazy what they're doing with these variants with this. And it's like, does for me, does anybody care? Because yeah, honestly, I don't. That that Joker eighty page anniversary thing did I, not did not look, do we, well. We've been waiting, we've been waiting on three Jokers longer than Doomsday Clock, because the three Joker thing was the ending of the New Fifty Two. 
that was the whole ending is where Batman's on the chair and he's like, what's Joker's true identity? And it asks, well, which one? And that's what led into this. And we haven't had anything in years to the point where no one even remembers that's where it's from. They're just like, oh, three Jokers. Okay, sure. All right. How does it? How is this different from any other joke of the of the thirty other fucking Joker black label books? You know. Uh, he dead. He uh, dead. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll stick with uh, Joel, Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. Uh, uh, Joe. Joe Sinat died uh, just the other day the too. The that would have been the big one. I would have uh, wanted to it. talk a little bit uh, about. I did meet Joe. He, he was he was awesome. I got a sketch from him. I mean, his artwork. He was doing inking up until last year. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was he was stupendous. I mean, he was really good. Oh, my God. His you can. About. And when you see what he worked on, you could tell, um, you uh, know, and everything else. Yeah. But those would be the two real, real, real big ones uh, for us on that one. So, OK. All right. So uh, this was another oversized episode because we had a lot of stuff. Next week's going to be really short (laughs) because we got a Walking Dead book to talk about, though. Yay. All righty. And on that, I am the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel, almost live. I'm just Josh. All right. Be good to each other and be safe. Ah.